Welcome back to this episode of the Deep Penetration Podcast. In case you don't know who I am, my name is Danny and I am a self-esteem and love coach and I work specifically with the LGBTQ plus community um, when it comes to all things love and self-identity and self-esteem um, and really just kind of coming to accept yourself and understanding your role within the community, within yourself and how to have a healthy, sustainable relationship. Um, even if you do not identify as somebody who is part of the queer community, every single person is welcome to listen to this podcast. Regardless, I think it's pretty educational. Um, maybe I'm just biased because it's my podcast, but I would like to think that it is. So let's not waste any more time and let us jump right into the subject matter for today, which is expectations and why they are the killer of relationships. Now, I know you're probably thinking, wait, what the hell? Expectations are good. They're healthy. It's what should be part of a relationship. And I completely agree with you when those expectations are realistic. Look, I talk about expectations all the time in my YouTube channel um, or on my YouTube channel, um, my TikTok videos, my one-on-one -on -one client sessions. And yes, expectations are very important, but we have to make sure that they are rooted in, in reality and that they are attainable, right? So where, where do we start, right, when it comes to talking about expectation? If you really want to understand um, where a person's expectations come from, you have to understand their story. And I oftentimes find that a lot of people have unrealistic expectations, like I was saying, right? So for example, I want him to make me happy. I want someone who's always there for me. I want a best friend, a lover, a therapist, a bank, a mentor, a partner, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And, you know, I want to feel desired and I don't ever want to be bored in my relationship. And although these things are, are great, um, to some, well, they're great to some degree, but it's not necessarily sustainable right? Um, relationships take work. And to expect someone to fulfill all of these things all at once, all at the same time, is unrealistic. In fact, if these expectations seem normal to you, um, I would really recommend taking a step back and reflecting on where you started to develop those expectations is it from you know failed relationships in the past is it from your experiences growing up and and you know your dynamic with your parents or the experiences that you had in school growing up whatever it is really understanding where these expectations are rooted and if you have no idea where to start that is what one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions are for. That is what I do on a daily basis with the clients that I work with. So it's something that you have an interest in. I am more than happy to help you with that. But again, no pressure. That is completely up to you. I'm just saying it's something to really take into consideration if you are wanting to have a healthy, sustainable relationship. So when is the last time someone fulfilled all those needs and met those expectations, right? Do you have high expectations for yourself? And when is the last time you feel you truly succeeded at something? When is the last time you actually truly felt happy in a relationship? And the reason why I ask these questions is because unrealistic or unattainable expectations 
begin within yourself. Your own personal view of yourself and your standards you have created for yourself sets the bar for everybody else around you. And a lot of people will ask me, well, what's what's the problem with that? Why is it such a bad thing to set the bar high? But the thing is, you rarely achieve your own expectations because you are constantly moving the finish line um, or readjusting the bar. So you essentially are desensitized yourself to the feeling of achievement or success. And if you don't feel joy anymore when you achieve something or when you succeed at something, it's going to be very difficult for you to really connect with somebody on a deeper level when you achieve milestones within your relationship. So the other question or what I usually, you know, will say to people is, you know, how how is how is this experience processed, right? So let's say, for example, you you set an expectation, you are dating somebody, you're in a relationship with somebody, and it doesn't work out. And maybe it's your second, third, fourth, 20th relationship. How is that processed? And a lot of the times it's processed as failure. And in my years of being a coach, I find that people who set the bar incredibly high fail to meet that standard or achieve their own personal goals. And therefore, if someone else fails to meet those expectations as well, they are not alone in that failure. It's this kind of twisted form of validation that further reinforces your actions and and doesn't require you to challenge the narrative that you have come to believe over the years. And I say you, not because I'm saying it's you specifically, but you know, maybe you are somebody who is listening to this that can I who can relate to this or can identify with this, right? What ends up happening when we find ourselves in a relationship with somebody and we set the bar incredibly high, high enough that that person will never meet those expectations, like I said before, it reinforces for us that identity that we have come to believe in regards to to perfection and holding the standard higher and all of those things. Because when that person fails, you go, see, you know, it's just another failed relationship. Or you see um, that person wasn't the right person for me because of X, Y, and Z. And what that's doing is that it's protecting the identity that you have created for yourself. You are justifying that identity. And it's usually an issue with you know the other person, not yourself. So if you have been on the receiving end of someone who expects too much from you, right? understand this. Expectations that others place on you, if they are unattainable or realistic, they are projections of that person's own individual failures that they then place on you. Why? To not feel alone in their failure. So if you also fail at meeting their expectations, they can justify for themselves why they have also failed, right? I I basically kind of like to break this down into two types of expectations, right? So there's fear-based expectations and there's confidence-based expectations. And you're probably asking yourself, what is the difference between those? Well, we all experience heartbreak and, and disappointment at some point 
in our lives, depending on how we handle those experiences, right, it results in us adopting a, a specific type of mechanism to deal with those experiences. So most people think of the common defense mechanisms, right, which is aggression, um, which can be verbal, emotional, or physical. There is avoidance, which is you being silent or giving the silent treatment, emotionally disconnecting, isolating yourself, detaching yourself from the person or the relationship. But a lot of people unknowingly create expectations and utilize them as a defense. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, let me give you some examples, right? So let's say you have had a string of failed relationships, but it all started with, you know, a heartbreak that you experienced from your very first relationship. That visceral pain that you felt is hard. The the shattering of, of a future you had envisioned for yourself, um, that feeling of abandonment from the person you would have done anything for, you never want to feel that pain again. So you tell yourself, I'm going to make sure that the next guy I date is perfect and treats me the way that I deserve to be treated. And in theory, that sounds like a confident statement, right? But the reality is it's rooted in fear. So you meet a guy, um, things seem to be going well, and you start to notice little things here and there that you don't necessarily like. Um, what do you do? Most of the time, if your expectations are rooted in fear, you pull away and tell him that you know, the things that you don't like about him, or how would you prefer him to handle things? Um, or maybe you ghost him altogether, or you start to disconnect without communicating. And as time goes on, the list grows longer and longer and longer and longer. And before you know it, you have this massive fucking punch list of things that you expect from people that are just not attainable. They're not realistic and you expect guys to tick off every single box or re you refuse to stay and you mask that insecurity in confidence you know i hear it all the time i hear it with my friends i hear it at bars i hear it at restaurants when i'm sitting down and just hearing people having conversations you know and it's that kind of flippant attitude of like oh he doesn't deserve me or oh you know he he wasn't paying me the attention that i feel like i deserve and you know i'm i'm a boss ass bitch and i deserve this and i deserve that and and look at the end of the day you do you if if you have that level of confidence Kudos to you. And I think, you know, having confidence is incredibly important. And I and I celebrate that. And I think that that's incredibly, you know, or intrinsically a part of being able to really kind of navigate and manage this dating world, which can be very hard. But a word of caution, there is a difference between confidence and insecurity and understanding the difference between the two is super important. So the part that you aren't realizing is that this this punch list that you have created has been growing in size with every relationship, every date, every hookup. And you have created a list so large. I mean, honestly, so there are some people that I work with that I'm like, yo, this is longer than freaking Santa's Christmas list. This thing is so 
huge and no one will ever live up to it. And therefore, for you, you are justified in feeling like no one is good enough and that everyone is not ready for commitment and it's their problem and their problem, that their problem. That is a fear-based expectation. So let me give you some examples, right, of some fear-based expectations. So you expect them to be in constant communication with you um, throughout the day. You need to know where they are at all times. They aren't allowed to hang out with their friends unless you know about it or unless you're invited. They don't um, like the same things that you do, and you expect them to. They don't have the same goals as you, and therefore you think that you're not compatible. Those are all things that are rooted in insecurity. So let's go on the flip side of this and talk about the confidence, right? So so what are some confidence-based expectations? These are expectations that are rooted in self-love and are intended to maintain a healthy sense of self-identity, but to also strengthen the relationship. You know, I often find that people who who set healthy expectations are the people that have done the work, have done the shadow work, have really dug in and unpacked their shit and have said, you know what, I'm I'm done. I'm done making excuses. I'm done hiding in the shadows. I'm done, you know, living in the closet. Whatever your experience is, and you've allowed yourself to process all of these negative feelings and you have allowed yourself to hold space and heal. And the boundaries that you create and the expectations that you set are intended to keep you in alignment with your core values and the work that you have done. And it allows you to show up in a relationship as your authentic self. So what are some examples of confidence-based expectations? You want, you know, you expect your partner to have open communication with you and to be willing to resolve conflict in a respectful way. That's a good expectation. You you expect your partner to respect your boundaries. And if they don't understand the boundary, ask what the purpose of that boundary is, right? Clarifying questions. You expect your partner to, to commit to the relationship after a reasonable amount of time. You expect your partner to, to support your goals while you also support theirs. You expect your partner to be their authentic self within the relationship without casting judgment or criticism or any of those things. Now, keep in mind, that doesn't mean that you can't have fun banter back and forth. That doesn't mean that you can't be sarcastic. That doesn't mean that you can't poke fun at each other and all of those things, because I think that's actually a pretty healthy, natural, organic way of navigating a relationship. But when those jokes turn into criticism, that's the problem. So, what is the point of all this? Some of you use expectations as a defense against getting hurt, which further perpetuates that pain because you don't allow yourself to get too close to anyone because you lack trust. You know, focusing more on confidence-based expectations can be a game changer in your relationship. And I work with individuals and couples all the time that struggle with setting realistic expectations. So if this is you, if this is something that you are struggling with, let's work together, right? Let me let me help you to achieve your goals when it comes to really gaining self-confidence and self-love and being able to utilize that to cultivate and build healthy relationships. 
it's such a common misconception, particularly in the queer community, that we don't have the ability to have healthy relationships. And yes, there are a lot of things about the culture that I do not agree with. But at the end of the day, that's my own personal experience, right? That doesn't mean that I I put that on everybody else. I love the community and I love the culture. But as with anything, there are things that I think should be changed or I think there are things that we can always work on as individuals. You know, there's no there's no right way of coming out. There's no right way of being gay or bisexual or lesbian. It is solely based on you and what you feel is the best thing for you while also being inclusive of those around you and taking accountability for your own shit. So expectations. They are important, but make sure they are rooted in reality. I hope you guys found this episode to be, again, insightful, educational, motivational, inspirational, whatever it is that that you, you found it to be. Maybe you're like, this is a shitty ass episode. <laughs> Fine, whatever. But at least you felt something and hopefully you learned something. Um, yeah, I hope you guys find it helpful and I will see you guys in the next episode.